Hello, and welcome to the 21st episode of the podcast, Strange Fairy Tales. Today's fairy tale will be The Princess and the Wee. Once upon a time, in a magical faraway place, there lived a princess named Pansy. Similar to many princesses in her realm, she wanted to find her true love and get married. In a neighboring kingdom, there lived a prince by the name of Bob. One day, Bob was out watering his prized sea cucumber plants when he suddenly decided he wanted to get married, too. Now, most of you people out there who like to try and think ahead and figure out what's going to happen before it actually does likely chose that very moment to think, Aha! Princess Pansy wants to get married, and Prince Bob lives very conveniently nearby. They must get married in the end, and everybody's happy, so I can just tune out right now and sit here in quiet contemplation of ultimate reality while the narrator prattles on and on about the story. But no, you're wrong. You see, Toucan Sam convinced the scriptwriter to put that in there just to throw everybody off. <laughs> that was a great practical joke. If only all y'all could see your face when you realized you were wrong. Hey, if only I could see all your faces when you realized you were wrong. Ah, well, you can't win them all, I guess. How very true. Yeah, anyway, in the literary world, Prince Bob is what we call a red herring. He is a false clue sometimes employed by authors to mislead unwary listeners. In the real world, Prince Bob is what we call a red herring. He is a particular type of fish that happens to be red in color. He is sometimes employed by the Mafia to mislead unwary travelers to their doom. But enough with that rant, as Princess Pansy is who this story is really about. One night, she was walking home alone, which is never a good idea no matter who you are, but particularly not if you are a princess. Out of the blue, or rather, out of the black, because after all, it was nighttime, a jogging figure slammed into her. Who are you? And what are you doing? Oh, sorry, Miss, didn't see you there, Miss Dreadfully. Sorry, what would me old mum think? I was telling me no joking. But, but she was right, so it seems. Well, I'll be off now. Nice talking at you. Ta-ta! And with those few words, he began jogging once again into the blackness of the night. White! Who are you? But he was gone. Princess Pansy was smitten by his funny little accent and his tall, dark figure. What, what in the world? Scriptwriter, of course he had a dark figure. This took place at, what, midnight? Well, it was more like 11.15, but the point is, of course he had a dark figure. It's the age-old literary art of making a cliché even more cliché than it was to begin with. But by all means, continue. Yes, yes, of course. Princess Pansy dejectedly continued to her palace, and got ready for bed. She fell asleep. Early the next morning, she was awakened by two... Bumblebees? Yeah, that's right. Keep reading. Oh, okay. Awakened by two bumblebees repeatedly jumping up and down on her back. Hey, Pansy. Hey, Pansy, wake up. Yeah, Pansy, you silly sleepyhead. Wake up. We've found the way to eternal happiness. Eternal happiness, Pansy. What? What are you talking about? Cue the music! Yeah, cue the music! Similar to many princesses in your realm, you want to find your true love and get married.
Well, yes. You do not want to marry Prince Bob in your neighboring kingdom because he is a literary device. Literary device. Uh, okay, I'm confused. I, I don't know any Prince Bob. You, you don't? Oh, well, Prince Bob lives in the ocean. His father rules the sea. Harley and I can help. We met three months ago on Bee Harmony and have been happy together ever since. Eternal happiness! That's very thoughtful of you. But as you can see, I'm not a bee. Bee Harmony is not hindered by species. Bee Harmony convulses with the very metaphysical manifestation of the quintessence that we call intelligent life. Wow. When you said that, your mouth was so big it needed its own postal code. Oh yeah? Well, your head's so big it needs to make a beeping noise when it backs up onto the scale that promptly breaks. Yeah, yeah, well, your wings make me look fat. Yeah, well... Calm down. Whatever happened to that eternal happiness? Oh, we're happy even when we're fighting. Yay, fighting! <clears throat> With that, Harley and Barley explained bee harmony. Basically, the two of them would go in search of a prince that they figured Princess Pansy would like, and arrange a meeting between... <laughs> between them. So Harley and Barley went off on their prince search, and returned almost immediately with the news that they had found Pansy's mystery jogger. She was so excited and nervous that she promptly fainted. Dum, dum, dum! To be continued! After these short messages... Have you or your beloved friends and family ever needed someone assassinated? Well, fortunately for you, I and the rest of the staff at Ninjas of the Darkness are holding a summer sale. For a limited time only, if you buy our services, we'll throw in an extra assassination at no cost to you. But wait, there's more. Contact us now, and we'll give the target a banana cream pie in the face before we kill them, just to humiliate them further. Ninjas of the Darkness can be reached at... Well, no, that's incorrect. Ninjas of the Darkness cannot be reached at any time, no matter who you are, or no matter how impressive you think your ninja skills are. Looking back on it, this advertisement was really a waste of time and money. Oh well, we look forward to killing you all soon. And now back to the story. Thanks to Bee Harmony, Princess Pansy had a date with her mystery lover. They were to meet at two o'clock. Eventually she overcame her shock and was able to function relatively normally. Meanwhile, Prince Stalwart, for that was his name, was sitting in his mattress store. His parents, rich as they were, felt that even a prince should earn his own living. So Prince Stalwart had gone to college to learn the art of business. He decided to sell mattresses so he could find the perfect princess with the most delicate skin to be his wife. Yes, he had heard the age-old story of the princess and the pea, in which a pea was placed under forty mattresses to test the princess's daintiness. Prince Stalwart had tried this pea tactic on every girl he had come across inviting them to come to his store and to try out a mattress or two. 
None of them had ever mentioned the slightest bit of discomfort. But Prince Stalwart was no fool, and he eventually realized that there was no way anyone could feel a pee under even one mattress, particularly if the pee were cooked, because then it would kind of smush. But anyway, he decided that in order to find a daintily skinned girl, he would have to use something bigger. So, Prince Stalwart decided to put a wee balance board under the mattress. Okay, enough backstory. So, Prince Stalwart and Princess Pansy met at the restaurant Harley and Barley had determined. Inevitably, the conversation turned to mattresses. So, would you like to stop by the store and maybe try out a mattress or two? I'd love to. Thank you very much. Let's go. So, they headed off to the mattress store. Princess Pansy plopped down on the biggest, comfiest mattress in the entire store and said that it was so comfortable she wanted to take a nap. Prince Stalwart was extremely disappointed. Of course, he had called ahead to the store to have them put wee balance boards under every single mattress, so no matter which one Princess Pansy tried, the test was on. But if she was comfortable enough to take a nap, she obviously couldn't feel the balance board. Prince Stalwart closed the curtains around the bed and left her in peace and privacy while he went to sulk in a corner. Princess Pansy was so perfect, he thought. She was funny, intelligent, and a great conversation companion. Everything she said was so interesting. Slowly, he began to realize that dainty skin doth not a human make. He decided that he would continue seeing Princess Pansy in the future, if that was okay with her. As he came to that conclusion, he heard the curtains being drawn back, and Princess Pansy emerged. So, how'd you sleep? Oh, I slept like a rock. That was a very comfy mattress you have there. But I feel exhausted, like I've been working out. I wonder why that is. They continued to meet, each date ending with Princess Pansy coming to Prince Stalwart's store and trying out a different mattress each time. Each time, she left after claiming the same thing, that she slept extremely soundly, but felt very tired. One time, out of curiosity, Prince Stalwart decided to watch Princess Pansy in her sleep, to see if he could discern the cause of her exhaustion. He was surprised to find that as soon as she was fast asleep, Princess Pansy would begin exercising, doing various yoga poses, push-ups, and a variety of aerobic activities. Prince Stalwart was astounded. All this time, Princess Pansy had been working out in her sleep. He later explained to her what had happened, and then invited her jogging. They were both pleased to find out that they were perfect jogging partners. One thing led to another, and eventually Prince Stalwart and Princess Pansy were married. They went jogging every night at around 11.15, and although they were not eternally happy, they had plenty of happiness to go around. You may now clap.